Hello everyone, welcome to Sky Pirate Radio episode 14. Uh, we're all here to flap our gums about some video games and uh, woodworking and, and jokes and fun. And uh, first off, we, we have our big mate here, the king of video games, Kevin Stock. I have fashioned myself a handsome canoe out of uh, Canadian redwood. Nice, good job, King. Uh, we're also also very privi- privileged to have the uh, capo of video games, the man who gets the job done, Joel Vanderveld. Alright guys, I, I need you to keep your voices down at the moment, because I have a sweet video game f- souffle in the oven at the moment, so just right. keep it down, I don't want that to burst. No, we don't want that bubble bursting. And uh, uh, perhaps uh, we'll keep it quiet now, and perhaps the most important job of all is the jester who motivates our kings and king's men, the boy who makes the noise... Max Damage, tell us about your jolly follies, Max. Uh, you know, uh, always, always sandpaper in a circular motion, I guess. <laughs> good, good. Always in a circular motion. Solid yeah. advice. Wax yep. on, wax off. Yeah. Yep. In a circular good. motion. <laughs> <laughs> I guess who's sick? Uh, it's Max Damage, I bet. How you feeling there, buddy? Do you have swine flu? Um, no, I've just got sickness, and, and let me tell you, our game of the week this week did not help that. Um, I'll probably say it a bit later in the episode, but it really does feel like a fever dream. Yeah, I hope that you, I hope that you had a real fever dream about it. That sounds like the worst thing possible. I, I've oh, literally yeah. been going to sleep and waking up thinking about Dark Souls, so <laughs> I think that space in my brain is already filled up, thankfully. I remember um, when the division—no, not the division—Destiny beta was out. I had tonsillitis. Mm. Playing games like at that point was just hell on earth. Oh, yeah, it wasn't good. It was not good. I once had a fever dream after watching the first half of Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and, no, that, uh, was, that was actually just the second half of Pirates of the Caribbean. The uh, the dream was that I was trapped in this like pirate tavern, and one of the pirates would say something. Like, uh, oh, old Pete can really hold his liquor. And then uh, all the pirates around the table would go, oh, yeah, I, yes, he, yes, he can. Oh, oh, yes, he does. And then one of them would go, no, he doesn't. <laughs> and then everyone would go, oh, everyone would gasp. And then he'd say, no, I'm just kidding. Of course he does. That's, uh, that's the, that's like one of the outtakes of Secret of Monkey Island 3. <laughs> and that, and then it felt like that just went, for a loop for eternity. <laughs> that's that's so terrifying. Fresh hell. It was just really boring. That's the eleventh layer of hell. The that's the pirate. Sort of, that's the sort of shitty, mediocre conversation that happens in real life bars. <laughs> no, that sounds like a loop of video game conversation in like a low B grade The Witcher <laughs> in like a tavern. <laughs> The only time I ever uh, ever experienced anything weird while playing video games is when I played Proteus when I was really, really sick and jacked up on painkillers. That game ruled. <laughs> I was really <laughs> feeling it. Um, so, other than, uh, other than <laughs> having fever dreams, what has everyone been up to? Well, how about you start us off there? Alright, <laughs> yeah, you didn't, you couldn't think of anything to say, because you say you just went say, right but, back at me. But we figure that you never get your time to shine as number oh, one, so... That's really nice. <laughs> uh, you know, I've just been here, I've been writing words, I've been uh, playing, jamming some video games, some new ones, uh, some old ones, alike. All your favourites. 
Uh, all my favorites. Uh, new characters, old characters. It's great time. Tell us, tell us some of these, these video game antics that you've been involved with. Uh, I played... Have you guys heard of a game called Steven's Sausage Roll? Have not. Yes, because no. you told me about it. Yes, I wanted one person to know about it because uh, I didn't want to seem like an insane person. <laughs> um, so this is a game made by Stephen Lavelle. I, I guess uh, it's his sausage rolls. Uh, he made games like English Country Tune, which is like a puzzle game where you make a level. It's pretty cool. But um, this game uh, has been a... It's just like a little puzzle game. If you go to... If you Google Steven's Sausage Roll and look at the website, it looks like a GeoCities page. Uh which is pretty cool. It's just like a puzzle game where you kind of move a sausage around and grill it, <laughs> it's, which sounds really silly, and it is. But uh, all the puzzles are really well designed, and um, I read that, like, <laughs> fucking Jonathan Blow of The Witness was like, this is one of the best games. Yeah, Jonathan <laughs> Blow loves it, and yeah. it's got this really, like, from looking at it, and especially looking at the website, it looks <laughs> like it's some like nineties shareware garbage. It, no, it's but the type the puzzles of puzzles are like it's the type of game that you get on like a PlayStation One demo disc. <laughs> from, like, the <laughs> no, it's like the type of game that you get on a demo disc, but the makers of the demo disc made it, or like a fan made it, and they said we put it on the disc. You know, um, um, yeah, but it's got this like r- really incredible reception. <laughs> Yeah, like, have you played it yet, Kevin? No, I've not. I've yeah. just watched some gameplay. Mm, I mean, it's really expensive. It's about forty dollars Australian yeah. for this little puzzle game. It's is sort it of really. It yeah. is. Wow. There's a lot of puzzles in there, I believe. Um, it uh, so like picture like the games where you push boxes, like a grid-based game, like Chips Challenge or something, where you push boxes, but you're moving these sausages and you have to uh, cook both sides, but both sides once cooked can't touch that tile again. So it, it actually has a lot of really um, interesting and like really hard to, to do puzzles just because it's tricky. It's kind of like a spatial thing. Um, I feel like it's, it's as a puzzle game, it's much more pure than something like The Witness where it's like, all right, you got to look for the gimmicky bullshit in this one and <laughs> The Witness. This one's just like the puzzle's all laid out there. You've got to figure out what, like, what you can do in this situation, what you can't do with the sausage. Uh, it's really fun. I've played about five hours of it. I'm pretty good at it. Everyone's having a hard time, but I'm like, yeah, I'm blown through these puzzles because I'm a genius. Uh, but other than that, I uh, just just two days ago, I uh, bought uh, the console version of Invisible Ink, which just came out, which I believe nice. uh, Max has some experience with. You like that game, don't you, Max? Yeah, I, I keep losing it, though. What do you mean you lose it? Well, you lose the invisible. game, or you lose... Ah, oh, right. Oh, you're, <laughs> not, you're not. Yeah, you thought I was going with some of that, but it was just a shit joke. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get your expectations up, boys. It's a no, shit a, joke. I believe you made that same joke in the Game of the Year episode, which makes that joke really special. Um, <laughs> uh, so that game's very cool, uh, and it translated well to the, to the PlayStation 4. Uh, hmm. I'm not very good at it. I'm still playing it on easy which it recommends for you to do it first. And I thought, like, there's a lot... The game is like... It, it's like a it's like a series of unfortunate events game. It was like yeah. it was made by Lemony Snicket. Like, you just... Uh, you're, you're a bunch of spies, and you get into a facility, and a lot of the time you feel cool getting in and out of these terrible situations where it's like, oh, I just opened a, guard, a, a door, and there's a guard there. He's looking at me. Well, 
uh, I'll turn invisible and go behind him and uh, hit him with a wrench. And he's gone. But, oh, there was another guard behind him. And he's got a big <laughs> electronic bubble around him. Uh, so I'll hack him and I can't use my wrench again. So I've got to get my other one to the... i got to get him to distract them and then get another spy around him and knock him out. And, oh, there's a camera up there now. <laughs> it's like it's like one thing after another. And uh, it's really satisfying when you go through, get in one of those really bad situations and you can pull through because there's a lot of really flexible sort of mechanics in that game. And it all feels fairly fair. I think one or two times... I felt really bad and frustrated when I when I uh, got really fucked up because it felt like it was beyond my control. It's just like, oh, there's a there's a guy here, and there's uh, not much I can do about that in this situation. So I'm just fucked, and I've got to kind of start again because it's a roguelike kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's really well designed. It has a lot of really cool systems in there that that all work well together. I, I like it a lot. So that's uh. Other than that, I've just been playing a bit of Enter the Gungeon, which is pretty cool. Yeah, sure. I was thinking about, um, yeah, I want to pick that up and check it out, because that mm. seems like a really neat game. Yeah, I've heard you very know, good things. Uh, a lot of people have been comparing it to, to Nuclear Throne, yeah. which I think... Uh, in, From a in screenshot, turn, it looks a lot like Nuclear Throne. It sure does. But um, I feel like uh, it's, it's quite different. I feel like it's in a middle ground between Binding of Isaac and Nuclear Throne. So yeah, right. It's got some shooting like Nuclear Throne. It doesn't have the sort of frenetic, tent like crazy craziness of Nuclear Throne happening. Um, but it's got more of the the map design of something like a Binding of Isaac. Uh, mm. Yeah, and uh, the shooting feels quite good. There's a lot of cool guns. Uh, last night I got a gun that was just a beehive, and so I That's shot people cool. with this cool beehive. There's a witch gun which turns people into pigs and stuff. Um, there's, there's a lot of really cool guns. I got a mermaid shotgun. I'm not sure what that does yet. I haven't shot it. <laughs> um, and, uh, it's got just like a tail on the end of it. Um, so that, ca- the coolest thing about that game, I thought, is that it solves the problem that, uh, Binding of Isaac had in that, uh, you know, in Binding of Isaac, when you go like, all right, I beat the boss. Now I want to get a heart from an earlier room. So you move all the way down to that room and it takes ages. Uh, with this game... There's, like, teleporters in most rooms. So you can just be in any room and, oh, like, I want to go back there. Uh, you hit the map button and you can just teleport there uh, to a room you've beaten. So that's really cool. Like, for uh, roguelike games, it sometimes takes a long time to traverse the map. But uh, this one it was really good about that. I think it's the first game that's done something like that, I think. So that's really neat. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, it's fun to play. Those are the, the games I've been playing. Uh, Joey... Yeah, what, what have, have you I been, been up to? I've been, I guess I've been playing a hell of a lot of Dark Souls 3. Mm. Um, Has everyone here been playing that? Except me? I have not. I haven't. Oh, okay. Oh, you said you were dreaming about Dark Souls 3, Max, so I just assumed I that... Dark Souls. Dark Souls oh. classic. Yeah. Um, did you, how much of Dark Souls, like the original Dark Souls, did you play, Max? Um, I'm about 22, 24 hours in now. Okay, sure. So, I'd probably suggest skipping... Well, you don't have to be skipping Dark Souls 2, because Dark Souls 2 kind of left the way... Like, the the real wonder that Dark Souls 1 had. It, may, it was more linear, and the bosses weren't grandiose. It was all very much the same. Dark Souls 3 returns to that, and I guess that's just the way it happened when the, the series creator comes back and works on the game. Um, 
I'm absolutely having a fucking blast with it. I've already beat the first playthrough of it. I'm on New Game Plus at the moment. Um, I'm devouring it. It's it's amazing. Uh, yeah, there's nothing much to say uh, about it because it's just classic Dark Souls. So did the guy go away and do blood? Yeah, and I come bu- back? I think I, I don't. I haven't really looked into it, but. Yeah, he didn't really produce much of Dark Souls okay. 2 or design anything there. Yeah, they had um, a secondary team working on Dark yeah, Souls 2 yeah, while okay. he was doing Bloodborne. Yeah, Miyazaki was just was too busy with Bloodborne. I yeah, think. and it showed Bloodborne. Bloodborne is a fantastic game. You know, it's it's so open, like the first Dark Souls was, and it has so many different new elements. Um, I guess what makes Dark Souls 3 different is this cult, uh, weird introduction or this whole new introduction of weapon arts, which. Um, it doesn't really sound amazing, but until you get like hands on some of the weapons, it really kind of changes your playstyle. You're not just confined to like a sword and board or uh, spells. You can now play like uh, straight up just dual katana or straight up dual spear. The weapon arts give each weapon a specific kind of skill set or move um, that's only to be used for that weapon. Um, so it really kind of you can pick and choose your weapon and play around this kind of. Uh, move. So, for example, I've got this spear that uh, lets me like charge up uh, with electricity and shoot this bolt. Um, and so I can play with, like this real defensive kind of player. When, you know, and it, it's really interesting seeing these different weapon arts in PvP and how they kind of interact with the game that's been played more or less with like sword and board for the you know entirety of its series. Um, bosses are amazing. The grandiose. The got some really interesting characters like this one boss named Gundir uh, has been described to me by a friend as a guy with a shirt off at Stereo Sonic uh, <laughs> yeah it's pretty fantastic he does these amazing like kicks and punches <laughs> it's just buff it's it's fantastic um, yeah boss design in this is amazing uh, it's not the world isn't as stagnant as Dark Souls 2 Dark Souls 2 had like very a lot of kind of like underground kind of drab areas this varies it up, you know, you're going to mountain peaks, you're going to valleys, uh, uh, towns and valleys and, and, you know, old castle towns and all that kind of stuff. And it's really nice to see the the variation in this one as well. So, yeah, Dark Souls 3, I've been smashing 102 hours in it. Does it have that um, sort of... The thing that I really like about Dark Souls 1 is those sort of moments where you'll think you'll have gone way out, you know, somewhere where you've never been before, and then you'll turn a corner, and then you'll be like, have that moment of sort of, oh, that's where I am? I'm over yeah, here? Does it yeah, have- and I think I think that's where Dark Souls 2 kind of failed. It was, as I said, it was really quite linear. You didn't get these kind of great, massive, sweeping shortcuts. This game does have it, and you've got a lot of, a lot of those as well as crazy hidden secrets that take you to completely different new areas that are completely optional. So yeah, it does have a lot of those big wraparound shortcuts where you're like, alright, at the start of when you're playing it, oh, there's a locked door here, sure, I can't get through it. And then halfway through that map you do this massive tangent and you're like, oh, right, I can open this door and this is where it takes me and this is where it is. You can really see where you're going at the start of the map, I guess, or the start of the level. Yeah. Like, you look out and you can see this castle in the distance and you'd be like, right, I think I need to get there. Um, that's what it's like and it's pretty fantastic. I think you'd enjoy it, Max. 
Yeah, uh, I, I plan to make my way through them. I'm not in a huge hurry, though. Um, the only thing that I think you might miss out... I, I doubt it, because I think people will be playing it. A lot of the PvP... PvP is fantastic in the Dark Souls games. Um, I've been doing a lot of, like, uh, Blue Sentinel stuff. Oh, no, Blade of the Dark Moon, I believe the Covenant's called. Um, the way they work is whenever someone gets invaded by a hostile invader, which is someone wanting to PvP by force, you get summoned just to help them. So I've been doing a lot of that and getting summoned into worlds. And Wait, do you get summoned to defend or to help Defend. Attack? Okay, yeah. Uh, That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, you can play as a mad phantom, um, and which I think lets you attack or help. It's up to you. And then there's another covenant called... Uh, Dark Wolf or something like that. It's Farron's uh, Covenant. Uh, if you're in a specific area, you invade. Like you invade anyone who's in that area because, it, it, according to the Covenant, it's sacred ground and no one else is supposed to be on it. Um, you're supposed to be protecting dead soldiers. Um, so yeah, the the PvP stuff in it's absolutely amazing. We had this one moment where. We're uh, playing four of us, so the more players that you have in your game, the higher chance that you have of being invaded by hostile guys or PVPs. And uh, we set up in this one area where we had the host of the the actual game was like sitting in this cathedral bit, and in the front of that, it was kind of like this. Uh, I, I guess, for lack of a better term, like an airlock. It was like the you had a door, a little section where all the candles are, then another door with the cathedral in it. He was sitting in the cathedral. Three of us were sitting in that area that's just before that door. You'd have guys walk in through the first door, following this little trail of pebbles that the host of the embers has made. They'd get to the second door, and then all three of us would just run out behind them and just completely surround them and uh, destroy them in PvP. It was so much fun. We had absolute blast. There was a point as well where... We were blocking the doors off with giant shields, forcing two people to fight in combat. It was amazing. So yeah, you get some really interesting stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Uh, Kevin. Yes. What have you been playing? I've been playing, of course, uh, all-time classic Pokemon Picross. Uh, oh, oh, cool. I love that game. <laughs> I've just been doing a lot of daily stuff. I've been doing my division dailies. I've been playing mm. uh, Pokemon Picross. I've been playing uh, Avengers Academy still. I'm on the last week of a month-long uh, Guardians of the Galaxy nice. event. So we're on the ramp up. Still got to unlock uh, Rocket and... The ultimate reward at the end is grouped, so I don't know if I'll make it that far, but I reckon I might be able to get Rocket. Lovely. What do you think of the new new division updates? Um, I don't really remember what they changed. Uh, I haven't haven't played... uh, The new new dailies where you have to, like, shoot ten dudes or craft ten things, those are good. I like Mm -hmm. doing those. I only tried playing the incursion new raid thing once. It's tough. Uh, everyone died and then they quit. So. Yeah, no, it is, it is tough. We It took us a little while. It took us one whole day. We tried to get it, couldn't do it. And then the next night we finally figured out a strategy. So yeah, it, it's tough. Yeah, apparently a bunch of people are just uh, using mobile cover or whatever to glitch out and then just... That's so lame. It. Um, there was, like, I believe there was like talk of trying to figure out a punishment for people that are doing those kind of exploits and such. And it hasn't been much know, word I don't, of know it, what, 
I don't know what you do. I think mm. they just get rolled back so that they lose all the stuff they got. Yeah, I think that's mm. fair. Um, because it really do, it makes like the the dark zone. It, it makes it horrible. I mean, you get people that are playing legit, and then you get these people that are playing, um, doing all these exploits, and they're they're getting all the best gears in what like you know yeah forty minutes and then they just steamroll everyone. Else. It's real, yeah. So I'm I'm not opposed to something like that. Um, yeah, I've got enough gear to be able to start doing uh, the challenge missions pretty easy now. So that's good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just racking up. Uh, Phoenix credits to buy a nice gun. Nice one to shoot everyone with. That's such a video game thing. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, I think um, the addition of all those kind of like, those dailies as well it breaks up the monotony of like just the division, just doing rinse and repeat all your challenge modes and jump into the dark zone and everything. You know. Yeah, stuff like nice. stuff like killing enemies with skills. You know, made me change up having healing stuff into doing da- having damaging stuff which is interesting to try and then you know like having to get kills with explosives and stuff is interesting because it makes you use lots of grenades and stuff mm. uh, apart from that I've been playing a game on my iPad called Super Tribes and it's it's just kind of a simplified civilization where like something like Civilization 5 is like automating like 70% of the stuff that maybe you would have done in the first civilization. So in this one, it's it's really simplified, um, but it's got all the stuff. It's got different... It's got different technologies and stuff, but it's really simplified so that it's like... Uh, there's like four different kinds of units. Like if you research horse riding then you get to have a horse and he moves one move farther than everyone else it's mm. all really kind of coarse granularity in terms of uh, the difference between things um, but I've yeah I've been enjoying a lot you have different like it's free you can buy different uh, like factions or tribes players which they're pretty much all the same they're just each one starts off with a different uh Technology and they have different art. Art all looks like kind of nice, flat, uh, low-poly stuff, um, which is good. The only problem I don't like the dudes. All the characters are like just like little faces with a hat on. <laughs> so it's like a cube. It's like a crossy road looking, just a cube with some eyes on it, and then like a Roman hat. <laughs> and you're, you're the Romans. On the app store, is it called an endless arcade builder? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a... Yeah, it's got like... um, Top scores as well, so I guess you could be going for that. But I've just been like exploring out the kind of edges of the thing. There's all... You you can get different wonders and stuff if you meet different criteria. Like if you don't fight people for five turns, or if you manage to kill ten people, or... If you research all the technologies, there's yeah, there's no uh, there's no win conditions like Civilization has. It just ends up whoever has the most points at the end. Mm. But it's also you know it's all about like boxing out territory and trying to get all you know the most settlements as you can as early and trying to box other people out of being able to expand. Cool, it's good. Mm. Yeah, that sounds. I want I want to play that. I need to get more iPad games. Yeah, it's very. It's a very good. It's yeah. It's a good. It's a very. It's a very real game, and it is free. Mm. So All right. Good. Cool. 
Max! What's up? Uh, not much. Um, <laughs> as I said, I played a lot of Dark Souls 1. Mm, how's that going? Ah, uh, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Um, you know, I, I just think about it a lot. <laughs> I wish I was playing it right now, no offence. <laughs> Is this your first time playing a Dark Souls game? Well, I played it, like, for maybe an hour or so, like, when I first bought it, and I didn't care, and then... Now you're getting Dark Souls fever. Dark Souls 3 was coming out, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll give it another go, and I hopped back in, and, I don't know, after five hours in, I was sort of thinking, oh, this is alright, I don't mind this, and then probably about ten hours in, I was thinking, yeah, this is really good. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, though... Dark Souls fever. I have to say, it's pretty frustrating, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but um, without any explanation or word, Ben, don't... Bandai and Namco have basically yeah. just turned off the online features for Dark Souls 1. Oh, that's it's, ba- it's back up, I believe. I it believe is. It, yeah, up. it went back up yesterday. Um, but so for a good chunk of the game, I haven't had any experience with uh, sort of any sort of markers on the ground or yeah. invasions or anything. So now I'm sitting at about level 40, and I don't know what I don't know what's happening. I'm so scared. The best best marker is one that's behind a horse, and it says, horse, butt, hole. (laughs) I'm getting a lot of those in uh, number three. There's like a corpse that's like thrown over like a balcony, right? And it's like his butt's right in front of you, and it's just like, uh, finger, butt, hole. (laughs) And it's so funny. How many? It's really upvoted. (laughs) <laughs> they can't stop it these games are always going to have holes in and just the word but is just part of the English yep. you need to have but so they can say say it so I think it's hilarious there's always uh, going to be buttholes and if, it's perfect if, it, if it's really quite uh, smart in the way they do it I will always upvote of course they deserve it exactly <laughs> so so with with playing Dark Souls 1 years and years after it came out I'm sort of trying to be really considerate about how much I'm reading online about it, sort of about anything from strategies to orders of going through locations, and occasionally I'll pick up an item um, and work, I don't know what it does, so I'll look it up, or um, I got cursed yesterday and I had to look up how to fix that. Yeah, right. Um, But yeah, and I think it's, I don't know, I found out you could jump today. I didn't know you could jump, <laughs> and you can run. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm 22 hours into a game, and I'm still finding out about new controls. Oh, and you can lock on to enemies. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's the, that's the, but you need to be aware that sometimes the enemies are too big, and locking on just fucks you up yeah. really badly. Yeah, well, so, yeah, I've been, that's, that's been occupying most of my time. I, I uh, bought, I pre-purchased Overwatch... Eleven days out. Not that I'm counting, but it's eleven days away. <laughs> well, it's ten days and uh twenty 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 something hours. Um, yeah, <laughs> that it's pretty exciting. So let's all just sit and think about Overwatch. <laughs> so close. Did you did you play any of the Battleborn beta at all? I did. I did. You, you talked about that last week, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. really say much about it, except that it's it's quite fun. 
it does make me a bit worried about Overwatch. It's quite frustrating to sort of play Battleborn by yourself when if you're just sort of trying to coordinate with a, a team of strangers and it's like someone's got to pick the healer. Somebody's got to pick... Someone pick a healer. So, damn it! <laughs> I, I was it's it's too late. Stream, I was watching a stream the other day of someone playing a bit of uh, Battleborn. Uh, watching... He was getting so frustrated that their team had picked a healer and just not healing at all. Oh, <laughs> that's the worst. Yeah, and he just wanted to get all the kills for himself. and Yeah, so that's pretty funny. I think what I've heard is that Overwatch, you pick a character first, and then it can if you're playing with random people, it'll match you into a team that has a good you know, set of people. So. Right, and good set of roles. Oh, with, with like Overwatch, unlike... With, so with Battleborn, you pick your, your character at the start of the match... And then that's it. It's sort of like a MOBA. But with Overwatch, you can switch mid-match. Oh, cool. So if you've got like a, a sort of a turret character that's putting out a lot of damage and you need someone to sneak behind him and like put a couple of shotgun blasts in his back, you can swip, like you can get someone to switch to that sort of character. Which does make a sort of fluid... I imagine it would be a bit easier on um, on sort of soloing that. Not that I hope I won't be doing too much of that, because it is just really... It's really frustrating. And that's about it. Lovely. We should uh, talk about uh, the game of the week you assigned us, Max. What about you? uh, What about your games? I already said them at the (laughs) the top of the show. Thanks thanks for paying attention, mate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk about Devil Daggers. Devil Daggers. As a French man would say, um, uh, what did you all think about this? Uh, well, this fucking nightmare. I think I've only I've only had a chance to play maybe about ten minutes of it. Kevin came over today and was like, "All right, I haven't played it yet." So we downloaded it and uh, I played a little bit. Um, I could see myself being really addicted to that and just oh, trying yeah. to compete with scores. Once you once you realise that you can just hit the R key to restart the, the you can hit yeah, the R key you can yeah it's so, an immediate restart like Super Meat Boy dude that's awesome you don't even have to be dead you just hit the R key and you just restart so then what when do you when do you know that it's too late and you're going to restart uh, probably when you start it so it's yeah at all times. <laughs> <laughs> What? I don't understand. What drives, well, no, no, what like, drives if, your if decision you, to if you press die, the you button? Have to, if you die, you have to move the mouse to the retry button. If you die, you can just hit R and you just start again immediately. Oh, okay. Mm. First of all, we should say Devil Daggers is, a, is at its core a really stripped-down, simple first-person shooter. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a Twitch shooter. Yeah, and it's basically you're in... Um, Probably what visually... Max's uh, fever dream. Uh, yeah, or an upset stomach might look like if you were looking at it. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, looks like, it, it looks like if, so, if like a witch, an evil witch hacked a PS1 version of Quake <laughs> and this came out and it's hey, just I, terrifying. I think it looks good. Um, I, I mean, I, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. It's got a very unique style that I really like. I dig the 3D pixel stuff. I think I was trying to figure out the name before with Kevin, but uh, Strafe, which is a kickstarted. Uh, first person shooter with pixels and stuff I mean I really dig that style and I think it looks really nice so. yeah basically you, you, you just start in, in the darkness on some sort of platform and you'll run around dodging all sorts of um, increasingly difficult enemies 
and enemies that'll spawn like things mostly like skulls, skulls mostly skulls or demons, skulls. skulls with horns. Have you and... guys seen the spider skull to piece? Yeah, the spider thing. Fuck that thing. And, and <laughs> it's got a, it's got a real emphasis on sort of high scores and just surviving for as long as possible. And for, and for context, like a game isn't long. My best. After about, I think about half an hour of playing, my best score was about 71 seconds. Yeah, that's around mine as well. Like, I'm really into those real competitive type games. I mean, I remember playing Raiden day after day after day, trying to compete with a friend's score. Um, and then we did the same thing with Nuclear Throne, uh, trying to see how many uh, loops that we could get. So, yeah, this definitely resonates with me and anyone that's into like super crazy hardcore competitive score games. Uh, Luftbrasses was another one. That yeah, I, got. yeah, I love yeah. Luftbrasses. Yeah, I think I, I was like, what, 30,000 in the world or something like that? All these, oh, all these, aren't you a special boy? I know. All these <laughs> games that you're describing, though, are sort of have a nice atmosphere that maybe are conducive to coming back to, whereas this is just, you'll play it for about 10 minutes and then you'll think, why do I feel sad? Like, <laughs> you know, it's, okay, maybe I haven't like, played it enough. It's, it's scary. It's like openly hostile. The, the, the sound it's effects are so... Depressive. There's just upsetting noises. Ah, okay. <laughs> and no yeah, the, music. The noises and the sound design is so superb. And a lot of the sort of... Noises that you're hearing sound like like deep water fish sort of things, and oh, it's these sort of upside down tentacle like things that spurt skulls. It's it's so be a great Oculus Rift game. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. Or a Vive um, game where you're running around on a <laughs> yeah, just oh, lock this, just a baby from the from when it's born, just lock them in <laughs> to one of those treadmills, and this is their life. This is what they think is real. And then it would be a relief when you get plugged out. Unlike the Matrix, when you get unplugged from the Matrix, the real world's really awful. I'm not sure that's how psychology works, Kevin. Imagine if if the Matrix was really awful and you got unplugged and it was just really nice. Yeah, that's like saying, oh yeah, all those guys that came back from Vietnam War, they were like, oh, thank God we're back, right? They were all very relieved. I, I can only imagine that they were. Well, yeah, but <laughs> psychologically, <laughs> whatever. You know what? Fuck it. You're right. Yeah, man. <laughs> They're fine. They'll be fine. Um, so I think I'm like I feel myself getting better at this game. Mm. Like I, I slowly and slowly just getting better. But the problem is I I just don't. It's too stressful. Yeah. Like these skulls are, are following you at all times, and you, the whole time you're just really on edge that they're gonna like just t- touch you, give you a little bit of a touch football touch. And you're just like, oh, God, oh, just like yeah. the whole time, just really, it's just too stressful. It almost gave me a fucking panic attack. Yeah, well, part, part of it is very definitely they've decided to be, like, not be friendly to it mm. being a first-person game. They don't care if something's going to hit you from behind. That's yeah. part of the game. And because it's so yeah. stripped down, it kind of feels, like, it feels more fair than maybe a more complicated game. Because... Yeah. There's because there's only a handful of things to keep track of, then you can kind of try and map out the space in your mind and try and keep moving to avoid the you know the skulls that are always following you and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. On for me, it's on the kind of line on is it okay if this game is just gonna just hit you from behind and then it's game over. Mm. Mm. It feels like a first person like Geometry Wars kind of arena. Yeah, sort that's of thing. the thing. It's it's like playing Geometry Wars but in first person. 
Oh, that would be really disorienting. <laughs> yeah, definitely some <laughs> yeah, headphones. Yeah, well, just like just like demos, just like this. Is... Yes, yeah. Some headphones definitely help for sort of spatial awareness, um, because you can hear different enemies coming from different directions, and, and a high mouse sensitivity. So if you can just twist around really quickly, like it definitely helps. But that just that whole all that whole setup that I just described just heightens how stressful and how full on it is. Sure. Mm. Jess, yeah. you, I think you've got f- further than me and you've seen stuff that I haven't. Mm. Like, I've yeah, only well, seen... So there's the skulls that come out and then there's the horn skulls and they come out of these, like, tentacle dudes and then there's, like, a n- big guy who comes after that and that's all I've seen. Yeah, so uh, after a while, if you kill the the big spider and stuff, um, which is, is... I was amazed I got that far. You get... There's another power-up you can get. Yeah. Yeah, that you can get, and I died right after that, so I'm not <laughs> sure what it How does. How do the power-ups work? So can you, yeah, you can collect those, like, red diamonds. So they do, yeah. What do they do? Uh, is that score, Max? I'm not really sure. I'm I'm not... Yeah, I'm not totally I think, sure. I think... I have a theory that it might be... It might be the more of those you get the power-up, you get it at, like, a certain number of those, right. probably. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't so, go out then, of its way to explain those mechanics. Yeah, because I think I think if you uh, if you get to a certain point and don't have the power up, you'll probably just be fucked. Um, yeah, you probably really need it once it gets so really hot what and is heavy. It, does it just give you just give you more damage? Makes your screen go orange. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny if that was right. this. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it must give you make you give more damage or something. Because I, I just, I just like kept shooting, and then like a bunch of skulls just doggy piled me. I haven't gotten that far again. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out on top. I'm never playing Devil Daggers again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy to not play any more of it. <laughs> well, I think it's, I think it's a really like well designed game. It's just, it's just not enjoyable for me. <laughs> yeah, I definitely just, do oh, find myself just restarting over and over. But I'm yeah, not it, sure it's in a I want to restart and try again sort of way. It's more just just one more try and then I'll go do the thing that I want to do. Right. And and the times are so short that like psychologically it always has you going, nah, that one doesn't count. Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah. you just go again and again, you know. Have you have you guys seen the um the top scorers replays? No, I have. I Absolute just nightmare. It's an it's nonsense. It's How long do they go? Minutes. <laughs> wow. I think I think I don't remember how long the long. It was about a week ago. I saw it. How long did they go, Max? Uh, I'm not sure. Let's have a look. Yeah, let's find out. Because yeah, the the difference between two minutes and three minutes is absolute <laughs> insanity. Yeah, like like two seconds feels like an eternity in yeah. that game. Um, but. Yeah, like maybe if that game had a rock and soundtrack, maybe some Black Sabbath to to get <laughs> yeah. me going. I think that's the thing with a lot of like like Lufthouse has really had like a rock, oh yeah like a kick yeah. and soundtrack and it it really kind of like amped your energy and you know I think that helps having like a high intensity high BPM soundtrack when you're you know trying to compete with high scores and yeah okay I'm I'm looking at an RPS article from late February this year that has one that goes for 10 minutes. Oh, Fuck off. no. 
Yeah. When when the man when they stopped playing, were they just shaken? <laughs> they, 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 they had to, to stop because their heart attacked them. <laughs> All right, I've got to go to therapy for ten years. I'll see yeah. you guys. Yeah, for every minute that you play, it's <laughs> one year of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the devil daggers. What do you guys rate devil daggers? Kevin? I uh, uh, <laughs> ten uh, ten uh, kind of empty, knocking about, wooden bowl sounding skulls just all in a bag, just shake them up. Dug it, dug it, dug, dug, dug. It's a good score. I uh, I rate mine the uh, the fifth layer of hell out of the what seven layers yep. of hell. Yeah. Oh, not 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 what not what it is, just the regular one. Yeah, no, it's it's it. What was that? Wasn't there, isn't there 11 with all the Kevin's pirates just talking forever? Yeah, well... Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. That's the extra one that I discovered. Yeah. 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 Went past the frozen Lucifer. <laughs> past Devil Daggers. Uh, I give it 10 therapy sessions out of 10. <laughs> what do you give it, Max? I give it one wondering if this is probably a game that I should get a refund on. Is that no? Real? I don't know. No, is it? don't. I, don't do like that. It, I think it's a. I think it's a good. I think it's. It's very it's compact cons- and it's cool. Yeah, and my it's consumer right. Yeah, I it guess, wasn't, if you wasn't... want to be a jerk. Yeah, I know. Yeah, if you want to be a total thing. dickhead to this indie game. <laughs> oh my god! There's a giant centipede that comes out. Oh at no! At around the two-minute mark. <laughs> That's. Like, it's like a nice surprise. For you, <laughs> yeah, no, you guys are right. All right, I'll I'll, I'll give it a, a five, five crying in the corners out of six. <laughs> right. Good choice. There's one missing. Um, What's our okay. next game club? Game club. <laughs> that's our that's our radio stinger now. <laughs> then like a then like a car going beep beep. No no no, we don't need no. We need the voozlers. <laughs> Okay, uh, so Max, uh, as the game picker of last week, you have cherry-picked uh, several names for us to choose from. Why don't you go ahead and read them out? Alrighty. Um... Can someone tell me what the new game is? What's oh. next week's game? <laughs> uh, Joey. Uh, Joey, we'll have you think about it and you can tell us at the end of the show. How about that? Yes, sir. Okay, so this week for games, we've got Airlock Simulator. Okay. Uh, we got a little game that I like to call Terra Time Deluxe. <laughs> Do you like to call it that because that's its name? That is why. <laughs> oh, you've heard of this? <laughs> you've heard of it? Well, I've heard of yeah, Terra Yeah, I love Time. that game. It's my, it's my favourite uh, Quantum Dream game. And then we've got, I think, our first sports title, Dodgeball Life. <laughs> oh, God. Alright, these are pretty good names. Good choice. Oh, fuck. Alright, guys. Uh, what's the guessing game going to be? Um, guess... Name my bitch ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trick question. <laughs> They're all my ex-wives. <laughs> Alright, um, how, about, how about it's a pretend pizza and we all take turns adding a topping... And then mm. whoever adds a topping that Max doesn't like gets knocked out. Yeah, ah, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, good. that's a good All right. one. All right, case go. Go. I'll go. Uh, I'll go first. All right. I guess. All right. 
Uh, I'm gonna go hard and fast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, anchovies. Get out! Oh fuck! Everybody oh. likes anchovy pizza. I love, I anchovies. love anchovies too. Don't worry. Oh Joey, we're gonna high five next time. <laughs> yes, we will. And then we're gonna eat anchovies. Yes, we will. You guys are lying. <laughs> All right, All right. Uh, Max's I'm out. pizza. I will put cheese. Yeah, playing it safe, but yeah, I'll put. Uh, I'll go for stay. a little bit. Uh, a little bit gourmand. Uh, buffalo mozzarella. What? Mm. We need more cheese? Yes. What are you insane? <laughs> it's too cheesy. Kevin's going first. <laughs> All right. Yes. <laughs> Never had a four cheese pizza. This is a cheater's um. game. <laughs> 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 I just I, I I played it simple and and it, and it paid off, but I also have the I, I get yeah it has its own trade off because I have to obviously yep. come up with the concept first <laughs> and so fun, you know I don't have a lot of time to think of that and unlike you guys I don't get to stall for ages well, trying to yeah, come maybe, up with maybe them. You <laughs> go ahead and uh, say it then instead of stalling. I am going to pick. Um, Alright, Airlock Simulator is a game where... You son of a bitch. (laughs) Alright. It's, um... You have an airlock. It's like, uh... It's like... It's like Papers, Please. You're you're on the (laughs) other side... You're on the kind of screening wall, and there's like a window in, and you can look into the airlock. And so you have people coming in, people going through, and then you have to examine them. You have to make sure that they're not carrying on them. You can like, yeah, you've got like x-ray visions and stuff, and tests you can do. You have to make sure they're not carrying any organisms on them. Make sure they've claimed all of their interstellar uh, organic matter. Um, make sure their passports, their papers are all in order. They're not a kind of alien that uh, can just kill everyone <laughs> once that's they get good, out. That's good. But then you know they've got we've got different kind of aliens where some of them can turn invisible, and so you, you'll you'll turn away for a second to stamp some paperwork, and then you'll turn back. Where are they? Where have they gone? Yeah. <laughs> have you got enough airlock creds? Uh, to be able to get uh, thermo vision, so you can actually keep track of airlock these guys. creds. Yeah, airlock yeah, creds. Sure. If you do, if you do a good job, then you get more government funding to be able to uh, to for more equipment airlock. for your airlock. Um, so yeah, we've got guys who turn invisible. We've got guys who uh, they can just like make slime go everywhere they can slime up your window you gotta clean that off with sprinklers uh guys who have a very special (laughs) i don't know what's another good guy a guy that turns invisible is great because you can you can't see him through the glass uh another guy who's a robot another guy who's triples and they like multiply, so you have to make your choice quick. Otherwise, you're gonna have to do all another set of paperwork. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, you you it's you do as many as you can, and that's it. That's Airlock Simulator. It's a good one. I like it. Looks nice simulator. one. I'm gonna that. keep it clean. Gonna keep it simple. I'm gonna end it there. All right. Do you ever flush anyone out the airlock or? 
Absolutely, you do. That's what happens when you deny them. <laughs> there's a, there's a cha- yeah, there's so ships dock on from the outside, and you have dudes in your airlock, and if you pass them, you let them through. But then they're in the, the kind of it's also a great VR game because you're yeah. sitting at a desk. <laughs> Uh, but it has a there's just a big red button on the console you can just slam that and it'll immediately just eject them out into space but you know you want to make sure it's not the Volmuthian ambassador or something or you'll be in real you'll be in real hot water with the guys upstairs <laughs> uh, can I suggest to you what my uh, my airlock simulator idea was yep um so do you know like at the optometrist when you get your eyes tested where they blow like air in your eye no. Has anyone ever done that? No. I don't think, I don't Are you think sure that's, that's a thing? That might not be okay. an optometrist, Jason. <laughs> I, I went. No, no. It, when you're gonna get your glasses, your eyes checked, and they, you like, put your eye in this thing, and you're just like looking like, at like a. a I love like I like Clockwork Orange, where they like <laughs> to open your eyes. Yeah, I'm yeah, scared. Like, I'm put... scared that they were priming to like have another <laughs> machine that just just sticks Locked a suction cup on it and just pulls your eyeball out. No, no. Like, you look at, like, a a like a, like a, a hot air balloon to comfort you or some shit. And you just, like, prop your eye up on it. And then there's, like, a little yellow light that's going boop, 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 boop. And then it goes red once, twice, and then it blows fucking air in your face. And uh, if you flinch, you got to do it again. It you so you do it about, like, ten times... If you, if you flinch, you get a punch from the optometrist. <laughs> yeah. That's what airlock simulator is. You're just sitting in an airlock. It's completely silent. You could be there for half an hour. You could be there for two seconds. You could be there for like two hours. And eventually, like just really suddenly, it opens. You just go fucking flying out. Uh, in real life, you're in like a like a wind turbine thing. <laughs> so you get the sensation of flying out of an airlock. <laughs> through space for a while. That's my game. Probably... That's really awful. I don't want to experience that. My, um, my airlock simulator was a little bit more like Kevin's. It was kind of like a top-down view like prison simulator, but you play an artificial intelligence like Hal. Ah, uh, that's uh, a good game. And you need to try to flush people out of the airlocks without yeah. alerting the rest of you your space kill, crew. Yeah, you have to kill it. You have to, it's like one of those... Uh, one of those... Uh, disease simulator yeah. games but you're an AI you're trying to kill as many people yeah. on the space station as you can without alerting them so yeah and it's a bit of black comedy a bit of fun <laughs> alright guys we've got a pizza on a cheese on this pizza what's the next topic what's the next topic this is topic? a stupid game no, right, this game rules up. because right. it actually works unlike the other ones yeah, yeah. yeah. those are also fun though right. um, yeah. uh, I, I go it's my turn and I will say a little bit of pepperoni goes a long way. It does go a long way. Yep, yep. Mm. I'll allow it. But you know what I like with my pizzas? I like um, some black olives. Oh, you done did it. Get out. What? <laughs> How do you not like black olives? I don't hate them. I just don't want yes, them. Yes, you do. <laughs> I don't. You can't decide what I hate. Then <laughs> I did. Joel. Joel, to really play this game, you have to get into the mind of a madman. Sorry, my friend. You have to go with you gotta, all the worst toppings. Think, what is the worst pizza? In I the fucking world? should have said Hawaiian. The fucking you, pineapple. You just get your pizza and just just don't mess around. Just put bloody salt on it. That's what you want. That's what you want. Just put salt on it. Straight on. Just salt on bread. No, that's not what they... That's, they don't want salt. What they want 
is a, like a bucket of ocean water with like sand <laughs> and shells in it. Uh, yeah. That's anchovies. Anyway, whoever it's it's Jason's appalling. Yeah. Uh, Dodgeball University. I mean Dodgeball Life. <laughs> which takes place in Dodgeball University. Uh, a school for dodgeballers. Uh-huh. And uh so you're you're just a young kid, you're a little boy. Have you ever watched Whiplash Max? <laughs> Whiplash. Uh with a girl from Juno and they play uh Rock roller and Sock derby. and Roller Derby. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Good story. Whip it. The... No, I'm not. Yes, <laughs> not it is. Whiplash is the one with the, the guy. drummer. Yeah, with the drummer. Oh, no, definitely not. Okay. Uh, so you got it. You're just like a young kid. You're always getting bullied at Dodgeball U, but uh, like you had the qualifications to go there. And you kind of. It's it's just a school for Dodgeball, but it's really cutthroat because kids like the Hunger Games, right? So we need to <laughs> get some of that in there. So if uh, you got Dodgeball tournaments coming up, there's like different leagues, like junior leagues and stuff. It's got some slice of life, kind of like school life kind of stuff. But uh, every time a tournament comes up in the game, uh, if your team loses, they're all publicly executed in the school grounds. <laughs> so, um, uh, so you got to play like it's like a, it, like every day, like you have to do simulation stuff. Like, oh, I'll train the arms today, or like I'll, I'll uh, work on uh, my dodge balls because you have to get your own dodge balls, like bowling balls, right? Did you, so, like, did oh, you have an accent for just one sentence there? What oh, did I say? I trained me arms today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the kid's Irish. His name is Dodgeball McLaughlin. And uh, he is, uh, he's an Irish dodgeball player. And uh, he, uh, so, you know, you can get, like, spikes on your balls. So Good. it's really hard for the other team to touch. And you get, like, cool gloves and stuff. And, like, wh- and get, like, a girlfriend. But that, like, detacts- detracts from your dodgeball... Uh, you know, statistics. So then why do you get it? Because you want to get mad pussy. Cool fact. Uh, yeah, he wants to crush it. He <laughs> <laughs> wants to have it all. Yeah. Well, like, you get the when you get the ending, then you're there with your girlfriend, right? But you can choose, if you want to, like, just lead a dedicated dodgeball life, then you just get, you okay, have, you've got sure, to split up. Alright, whatever. Um, so, dodgeball, it plays a little bit like super dodgeball. But uh, it's kind of got like some uh, fighting game stuff and some like anime type stuff with like a lot of close-ups on the face and a lot of like really dramatized mm. kind of dodgeball of getting each other Good. out. And uh, when uh, and everyone has health bars, so when they get hit by dodgeballs enough, like they fall down Street Fighter style, like ooh ooh ooh. <laughs> and uh, it's it's got like a, a you know kind of it, it's got like SNK looking sprites. Looks really nice. Um, uh, and uh, it's called Dodgeball Life. Nice. I've... The life of a dodgeballer. Well, before it's never easy. Before Joey starts his like, something, I was at the. We were going to get coffee this morning, and we were looking at who was going to be on the comedy roadshow that was going to come to Marlborough. Uh And so I was looking through the list of names, and I was like, "Oh, I only know Dave O'Neill." And Cinta <laughs> says, uh, "Yeah, I've only heard of Dave O'Neill too, but I didn't know that he had a muck in front of his name." And so I look at the list, and it's because he's going to be the MC, Dave, <laughs> Dave O'Neill. And she thought that his name was McDave O'Neill. Dave O'Neill. It's pretty funny. That's really good. That's oh, a ridiculous really. last name, let alone a first name. McDave. <laughs> McDave is my favourite McDonald's character. <laughs>
the brother of uh, of Ronald. Hey, I'm Davo. <laughs> Mick Davo to you. Yeah. Alright, um, time. Alright, fuck. This is my least favourite one. And I've been trying to figure something out. Uh, so far, I've got... Terra Time Deluxe is a, is iPad game. It's one of those cookie-clicker games. Uh, Ultimate Clicker. But you play as a haunted grandfather clock in this really old manor or mansion. And so you're clicking, you're trying to like absorb all the energies and the spirits of the house. Um, so on your screen, you've got right in the middle you as the big grandfather clock. I like how, you, I like how, I like uh, protagonist diversity with this mm. one. Mm. And uh, so uh, you've got around the rest of the screen, you've got your different parts of your house and you're kind of a little bit like a tiny tower. You've got people moving in there all the time and stuff like that. You know, let's just say it's a haunted hotel. Um, and so you're building up all your spook points. And then at certain hours of the day, you can unleash crazy, like, hauntings a la Beetlejuice. And so your goal <laughs> of the game is try to evacuate as fast as you can this manor. Get all the humans out as quickly as possible. Um, it's a fun little iPad game. That's simple, and that's all I could come up with. Is that's the, good. I like it. It's a reworking of the uh, airlock one. I see what you did there. <laughs> Uh, was the, gra- the grandpa before he died, uh, what race was he? Uh, he was an old man that uh, liked to play on his love tester. That's why he became a haunted love tester. Okay, but oh, man. you didn't answer my question. No, I didn't. What race was he? Yeah. He was a human as well. Yeah, of course he's human. <laughs> oh, okay. Kevin, this is a bad joke. No, I want to know. He can I be wanna... whatever he whatever he whatever wants you, to be. Play a choice, okay, good. Play a yeah. choice. You can it's choose. To, you okay. you, you, he's a clock. You can <laughs> yeah. At the end what of the day, he he's a clock. You know? I was just if he was gonna be if it used to be a white grandpa, I was gonna take points off him <laughs> for not being diverse enough. <laughs> That's why we choose clock, so we can keep our uh, race and color and creed okay. out of this. All right, sure. Definitely. I'm, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, we don't one. think like that, Kevin. The impression that I'm wasn't getting an issue. is a really is a really creepy backstory about, about, about racial confusion and, 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 and clocks. <laughs> Could be it. I'm scared. Let's just keep it at the. He is a clock. We don't know how we hadn't managed to become a clock. It. It's not part of the game. Did he it's die not... near the clock? Probably. He Did was he probably a clockmaker. Clock? He was a clockmaker, and oh. uh, his clock workshop got taken over by big business moguls, and so <laughs> oh, he's no. really upset. And so he decides to haunt them to keep them out of this uh, old hotel that he worked out of. So he's haunting for good. Yeah. Well, he's keeping the he's, he's keeping anti gentrification. Yeah. Sort of, sort of like if if um if Jason was just killing campers in, because they were littering. Yeah, and they were doing drugs everywhere. And ha- oh wait, no, that's that's uh, the movie anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you haunt to get them out. You get more score. The bigger the scare that you have, uh, the more people that you can get out. Let me tell you this: I definitely prefer it to uh, olives and anchovies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Airlock Simulator, uh, you would have had me if you'd said that it would just had the Babylon 5 license. <laughs> um, I, just, I just want some Babylon 5 in my life, man. No, and, I want some uh, Battlestar, so... I, I've got I've to go with Dodgeball Life this week. It's, uh, yeah! It's, Can I tell you guys what my, my Spooky Time Deluxe game was, or whatever yeah. it's called? Terror Time Deluxe. 
Terratime Deluxe, sorry. Okay, so, you, uh, you got, uh, you're, you're a skeleton or a grandfather clock or whatever you want to be, and, uh, you go around the streets, because, uh, you can go around in real life, it's kind of like a Monsters, Inc. situation, and, uh, you know, uh, the, the ghost decided it would be more scary uh, if, uh, Halloween was all the time and anywhere, so, uh, just anywhere while you're walking down the street. It's kind of like a sequel to Night Raid, actually. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. And uh, they're just walking down the street. you got to blend in with the people. And then a voice will say, It's terror time! <laughs> Guys, and then you've got to scare everyone. I don't think you appreciate it enough, though. It's called terror time because it's a clock. Yeah, I, oh. I got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that better. I was just thinking, I like, I like Joey's, actually. Uh, and the but, spooky uh, tagline is, Tick tock, tick tock. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't that be a fun game? Time, time. to scream. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I think that all these all these weeks games were really good. Yeah, and they would yeah. also like they would make some genuinely like yes, games. Yes, really would. Yeah, um, that's mine. It's my second week in a row. I'm coming up. I'm up the ranks. Nice work, buddy. Doing it. Thanks, man. I haven't had a win I in ages. Really so I gotta step this up. Yeah, you gotta get your head in the game. I do, I do. Well, I thought I was doing well with this week, but um... no, I thought your mine was yours was my favorite. Oh, <laughs> I would have picked you, yours. Oh, I just, um, I just like I the idea of a, of a dodgeball school where, where the students really die. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joey, it's your game week. Right. Um, I well, I've noticed on Steam that uh, Galaga is on sale. <laughs> Galaga. Uh, but we're not going to play Galaga. Uh, mm-hmm. I would have been into Galaga. I know, I would have been or super Galaga. into or Galaga. Do you mean Galaga? Galaga, Galaga, whatever you want. Um, but I think I'm going to choose Banner Saga 2, because I know someone that's been oh. working on the uh, the music for that, so I'd be interested to check it out. Who right. worked on the music? Uh, someone that taught us at uni. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Who? Trevor. Huh. Yeah. Trevor Belmont. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. Busting some... Uh, Draculas and spooks. Well, it's mm. not. Then gets gets on that synthesizer and really makes it work for it. Um, so we're gonna play Banner Saga two. I've actually wanted to play this, so I'm glad yeah. you chose it. Uh, it's is uh, available on uh, Steam. I, it might be on consoles. I'm not too sure actually. It probably is though. Yeah, so I'd, can... I'd assume. First one is, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Uh, if you want to talk to us about Banner Saga, you want to send in some pictures, you want to just ask us questions, we'll read them on the show. Uh, or can you email send us? Send in Kevin? some cool uh, game names mm. for us yeah, to yeah. do as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's does, questions yeah. at skypiratestudios.com? Yes, it is. Cool. Then we got a Twitter at Sky Pirate Radio that you can follow. We also have a Facebook page, Sky Pirate Studios. You can check it. So this was a fun show, everyone. Thanks yes, for was. listening. Hey, thank you, boys. Very fresh show, very good hustle. I'm very proud of mm. all of you. Thanks for turning up. Yeah. You're all my beautiful boys who I am proud of. Mwah! Mwah! <laughs> See you later, everyone. Oh, we got to have a final thought from Max. Oh, we almost forgot. Uh, yeah. Final thought. Uh, how do you guys get down the hallway? I use my legs. <laughs> I use my legs. See you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Have a good week, everyone. Peace. Peace. Perfect ending. I <laughs> could not have come up with anything better in a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. <laughs>